Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. All right, all right, we're back and we're soaking. That's right, sweaty, sexy Mike just gave you a pants full of wooden nickels and Patrick the Hattrick was all bent up like a warm, soft pretzel on the side stage. That's right. Now, before we get to the main attraction, and we're talking about Dirty Dan and the Juicy Man, we're going to make you have a stiffhead and a jiffy. And without further ado, (laughs) let's play my favorite song to get you all in the mood. Put this in your ears. And tell him Engineer Jim sent you. Hit it, Patrick. Dan O'Toole, if you're in the lounge, come up to the front desk. Are you traveling with a dog? You didn't claim the dog at customs. I'll leave my bags here. I'll come back. They're like, you are making this right. This is the worst day. I'm never going to get rid of this dog. Hey, ruff, ruff. There it is. I thought it's my mask. I I like being able to see my legs. Just let me get the tip. Is that someone's puke? Tell me that in the gang shower and see how it goes. Ah, that's really good. Give me a crunch wrap, Supreme. Can I have a steak gordita crunchy wrap? Diet Coke. Trying to watch my figure. Can I pay with change? Dan just texted me back, ankle. You are not crutches. No, I don't do any yeah, bench work. I was doing the hop-ups and stuff. He hop-ups and hop stuff. Who do you think you are? Channing Tatum. Like, <laughs> Diarrhea, snot, <laughs> vomit. He has the time to text me. Yeah. Can't do it. Ankle. Save the last thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Hey! Well, we just got a glimpse of the audio from last week. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ooh. Oi, welcome to the podcast. Yes, we apologize. Uh, Jim, maybe you can uh, you can explain the audio because... Someone switched a bunch of wires without us knowing. Yeah, kind of. That's, that's basically what happened. And it was crazy because we're doing the whole show, and uh, it all sounded great to us. And here, unbeknownst to us, the files created were completely destroyed. Technical problems. Oh. So uh, we had to use the, the mic from the uh, camera. The camera mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah we like used the camera mic. Here. It was kind of like a, a mystery wrapped in a riddle. In an enigma. When you first like discovered the how bad the audio was, what was your first react? Your both of you for your first react? Jim uh, had to go actually. <laughs> <He was laughs> I, 
Get him out of here. I'm out of here. No, I, I was like completely sick to my stomach. I lost a couple of nights sleep over the whole thing. I was really, really upset. Oh, man. I told Mike I just wanted to go in a corner and cry someplace. It was actually worse than what you heard, so we, we did but we're back. some magic. We, yeah, this we're is, back. Well, this you, is stellar audio right this now. Is, this sounds terrific. You did a lot of work on it too, Mike. You had to re-add all the drops, yeah. right? Yeah. He, we did he, our best. Really, really, we we did our best to salvage yeah. what we could. It was such a great podcast. It was fun that you know it it felt criminal that people like that we couldn't give them something. So Accidentally, we, did, I think. Did it, you find the person that uh, switched the wires and so, punched them in the face? Right, it no, was Ian Martin, I think. No, you know it's uh, it's growing pains with a new studio yeah. and all that other stuff. The, so you didn't punch them in the face. No, no, no. That's no. not it's the way just Jim what, operates. Classic Jay and Dan. It's what stuff happens sometimes, <laughs> yeah. you know. I mean, if it would have been a crappy podcast, we would, maybe we wouldn't have tried to salvage it, but the Joel Klatt pods Oh, oh so it was fun. amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. and the live appearance from Peter Schrager. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. fired up. I how think about, he was on cocaine. How about Joel Klatt <laughs> knowing every menu item at Taco Bell? Well, that's... I wouldn't... I couldn't name one. Give me a taco? I can't I believe I get to about, eat like this every day. What we didn't <laughs> talk about is that handheld not nachos all you can hold in one hand. Yep. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> you know? Because then you don't have to share with anyone. But you get the nachos in one hand. They've got you hook, line, and sink. I'm totally getting those. Have you gone to Taco Bell for breakfast yet? Never. I've... <laughs> I went to Taco Bell once and then left and said, I will never repeat that experience. Talk about your just desserts. Never. <laughs> and I haven't been back since. When was the last time you had fast food for breakfast? Ooh, good question. For breakfast? Mm. Uh, I've probably been to Tim Hortons for a delicious breakfast sandwich on occasion. People seem to be a little too in love with Tim Hortons breakfast sandwiches right now. They're not that good, but people are addicted to really? them in Canada. Yeah, they I love didn't know them. this. Love them. Love the Tim Hortons breakfast Sammy. Again, if you're ordering food at the drive-thru at Tim Hortons, there should be a separate line. There should be a beverage-only line uh-huh. and then food line. Oh, were you that kid, Dan? <laughs> Toolsy, I went, uh, as I do now every weekend, I go with my wife and baby to the desert because nothing says perfect environment for a 10-week-old baby than 110 degrees. And lots of cactuses. And That's not a spice of meatball. And vultures swooping around <laughs> waiting to pick her out of my arms and take her away. But uh, we stopped at the Thousand Oaks In-N-Out Burger on the way into town, Toolsy. Yep. Mother of God, that is a good In-N-Out Burger. Baby pounding burgers? Oh, man. I was shoving them down her throat like, you eat that. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, we need a baby update. We haven't got one. Uh, what, what's the latest? <laughs> herself all the time. Just like, in her pants. Like daughter, like daddy. Yeah, just in her pants. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I tried to take her to the pool, uh, and uh, she fell asleep. In the pool? No. Outside. <laughs> I got her. That's the thing. I got her all dressed. Yeah. Oh, Is she okay in there? <laughs> Is she playing dead? <gasps> I, I'm pretty sure she can swim. You're sure a cute kid. She can definitely float. <laughs> so she fell asleep before you got to the pool. But I got her all dressed up in a nice bathing suit and a hat and everything. It's like, what the f***? <laughs> I even put the suntan lotion on her. Admittedly, I did none of those things. My wife did all that. <laughs> I just showed up. So I can I can guess she was just covered in white sunscreen. Her face, it looked like she was doing white face. Like she was like, I'm <laughs> so going to offend like someone. Yeah, like a total clown. 
and then a hat, and then the full body bathing suit because you can't have an inch of skin exposed. No. And got her all ready. I'm like, this is perfect. We're going to dip her into the water for the first time, take a bunch of pictures. She's just like... And it just kind of shows what kind of you're living today. It sounds like the preparation to get her to the pool lasted about three hours. That's why she fell asleep. Probably. Yeah, every thing we do with her takes three hours. Oh, I know. Go to the grocery store. You go to dinner, it's like you're bringing a small apartment with you. Exactly. And then the other thing is, like, we're still at the stage she's young enough where we push a stroller into the restaurant where those people are like, you have a spot here for the stroller. We don't want to take her out of the stroller. We want to wheel it right up And you say, we'll be in and out in 20 minutes. Don't worry about us. But then once we're there, we just wait. And if she's crying, say, I was speaking with my mother, speaking of uh, sunscreen. I'm like, did you ever put sunscreen on as a kid and she's like I don't think so no no one did but they and sunscreen was invented in like 2000 I think yeah no we <laughs> and we're all fine and there I were, think there were no baby, baby oil, seats right? there were no baby seats no no not I remember lying not. in the back of the car window yeah during drives I remember uh, driving all over Boyle Alberta and by driving all over I mean I was in the uh, the box of the pickup truck oh yeah for with sure my pals and we'd get going to and from hockey just in the back of a pickup truck no big deal. Sure, nothing. No, none of us have got... I mean, I'm alive. Come on, it'll be fun. We used to have a dog named Fonzie. He could climb trees. Uh, so we had uh, we had fields about two kilometers, three kilometers away from our other farm. And sometimes we'd... So my dad would say, okay, let's get out of here. We're going back home. We'd all hop in the back of the truck. The dog would be... Fonzie would be running after us. We're like, stop. Yeah, he's fine. He runs all the way home behind the truck. How far? Like two or three kilometers. That's good for him. Good exercise. He loves to run. Shouldn't we have just let him in the back? Nah. He'd rather run. I got this email uh, from, or this tweet from at Jeremy underscore Reimer. It's not Jeremy Renner from Mission Impossible. (laughs) At Jeremy underscore Reimer. Hi, Jane. If Dan is a pig farmer from Peterborough, does that make you a drug dealer from Athabasca? Mm. I guess so. You know, I was discussing with my best friend from high school just the other night. He worked for my dad as well in the drugstore. We both worked in the drugstore. We easily could have taken handfuls and handfuls of prescription drugs without him knowing. And we never did any of that. We were, Do you smoke crack cocaine? What the hell was wrong with us? We, At the very least, could we have not swiped a few bottles of Tylenol 3s? Or Flintstone vitamins. Eh. No. Something like that. <laughs> but you know what the problem is? You would know, like back then, pre-internet, you wouldn't exactly know what everything did. You'd have to like go to a, a library and research but now you just Google and be like, oh, yeah, oxycondone. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, your best friend from high school, did, isn't he just your best friend? Or is he uh, there a classification for each stage of life? Yeah, I have a classification for each stage of life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Wow. Yeah, is that bad? I no. Mean, I just have a category for people I still talk to. Right. That's <laughs> very slim, right? It's in this room. It's the people in this room. He doesn't That's talk to me. Some of the people in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we always chat? Uh, should we get to the Canadian Wall of Fame? Wow. This is Colby wow. Smulders. Colby Smulders. Colby Smulders. Colby. Is it Colby? Colby. 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 I thought Colby. it was Colby. Colby Smulders from, uh, from How I Met Your Mother. And the she, Avengers? Yep. And the Avengers. She was Age of Ultron, which I watched on a flight. Eh, whatever. I didn't see that one. First one was great, though. Uh, she's beautiful. And she's married to Taryn Killam. You didn't even know that. We I didn't know that. that. I didn't even know she was Canadian. Yeah. And Where's she, she from? Vancouver? Canada. <laughs> Getting to that. 
She's from the great white north, Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Hey, I looked that up. That is a real American no, term. Not. Yeah, sure it is. Let's ask Jenny Taft. Let's get Jenny on here. Let's get the Tafter on the show. Oh, Fox Sports Live. The show the show's brought to you by Fox Sports Live. Yeah, uh, every night, eleven Eastern, eight Pacific. Fox Should we? Sports we did. <laughs> we had so much going on last week. Yeah. And again, we apologize for the audio. It's all fixed. Uh, that we didn't get a chance to to touch our bags. Yeah, let's touch our bags. She's from Vancouver. Okay. Confirm that so. She played like Robin Sparkles or whatever. Oh yeah, JaneDan.com, iTunes, SoundCloud. Go subscribe. Go subscribe to this uh, fine, fine podcast and rate and, and go rate to jandan.com because the soundboard's there and a link to all our wall of fame wall of inductees fame. hey let's touch our bags it's time to touch their bag the J and dan mailbag <laughs> my erections have returned <laughs> how many erections do you get a day dan <laughs> on average this one's from Mark <laughs> Miyota. <Man Tuzi. laughs> Can I just say one very quick thing? Sure. When we were going to the pool the other day, because my wife's breasts are massive right now, and she's a tiny woman, but she's nursing our baby. The, they're huge, so she's wearing a bikini that's like six times too small. I got an instant boner <laughs> at the pool. Luckily, there was only uh, another couple there. It was two men. They were renting a VRBO in the complex. And the one man was just wandering back and forth in the pool, and the other was reading. What's a VRBO? Is that like Airbnb? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that the new thing? Just heard of it. So this is from Mark Miotto. <laughs> Huge fans of you both since day one. Loyal listener, Twitter follower, and actually attempted to buy a drink for Jay at the Soundtrack of Our Lives concert at Lee's Palace in 2009, but was denied. Well, I mean, I probably was like, you don't have to do that. It exactly. probably wasn't denied. No worries, Jay. I still love you and my girlfriend loved the week that was on Much More Music. Yeah, she was the only one. I have the same clammy testicle situation as Dan, mm. and I have a product that may help without adding any powders, creams, salves, etc. Let me preface this by saying I don't work for the company, but my girlfriend bought me a pair of Saks underwear, and quite frankly, it's been a revelation. The underwear have two silky smooth fabric inserts that caress and cradle the sack, grundle, chota, and taint area, and keep them separated from the legs and let air through. I highly recommend them and keep up the great work, fellas. Well, Mark... I have a pair of sacks. Get your hand off my penis! Great question. It does. It's a, a, it's a nice there. little separator in there. It uh, keeps everything uh, where it's supposed Did to be. Did we not talk about sacks on the original pod, on the TSN pod? Yeah, because sacks underwear, it, in we the original, like, Dragon's them. Den, it was one of the Dragon's Den products. Right. I feel like we had a long discussion about sacks. Yes. Yeah, so like, so maybe we wanted them to sponsor the podcast that back That definitely True. happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For happened sure here we too. did. Yeah. Did it? Early on, Up yeah. here? Okay, so Sax, get on board. Uh, soundtrack of our lives, I remember that concert well. It was terrible. They broke <laughs> up a year later. Hey, here's a question from Matt. Subject is Las Vegas pools and pig jizz. <laughs> Could Dulcie's fascination with Las Vegas pool cleaning be related to his childhood chore of cleaning pig jizz off barn walls? Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we had a rooster. It's a barn. I don't have a pig ready. I'm sorry. Didn't you have one rooster to wake everyone on the farm? No roosters. No roosters. No chickens. We had uh, pigs. Yeah. And I had to high pressure spray the jizz after they did their act. God, that's awesome. It was so sticky. Like, it was just. The jizz is always sticky. But it was, like, super, like, took forever. I was like. 
Did you ever, did you ever get a boner watching him go at it? No. <laughs> Have you ever seen a pig's penis? It's like, no. a, it's like a corkscrew. <laughs> really? It looks like a corkscrew. Curly. Curved. How far? You ever are... curious about it? Did you ever touch it? <laughs> oh. Six. All right, that's a drop. <laughs> you ever seen a pig's penis? That's the drop right there. Uh, this one's from Patrick Jones. Saw this in the news and wonder if Dan was attending. Sebastian is from Peterborough, and Dan is now big time in Cali. What did he see in the news? I still don't understand this one. 300 bucks for a fellow pig farmer should be pocket change for old man Tuesday. Looks like it's going to be a train wreck. What did he see in the news? I think uh, he was charging $300 for uh, an appearance. What do you mean? What? Sebastian Bach. Oh, Sebastian Bach. Oh, oh, yeah, Sebastian oh is, no, yeah. no. Isn't that where you pay money to go to his wedding? Oh. That's right. That's what it was. Yeah. Sebastian Bach and his girlfriend were charging people to come to the, to the wedding. Jim, your thoughts? Baz is insane. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's not at this point. You know, but uh, wasn't it? Uh, uh, oh man, the guitar player for Journey, and uh, Neil Schoen, wasn't he doing a pay per view of of his of wedding? His wedding, really? Yeah, with uh, the the White House crasher he married uh, the that girl who was one of the White House crashers. Remember when they? Yeah, yep, really? Second. Yeah. But wait, really a pay-per-view? I think he I think there was talk of it. I don't know if it ever happened, but I feel like that he's was got, he he they they're still touring. He should have money. Oh yeah. Show. Pull it together. Hmm. I love Journey. I don't know if you ever saw them live. They're awesome. Even now with, it, you know, the, the with the new Filipino guy. Yeah, he's off great. of YouTube. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I've actually never seen them live. I wish I could have seen them in the 70s. Yeah, no, yeah that would have been. That would have been pretty rad. Hey, did you see Randy Johnson, the, the, the president yeah. that the uh, Diamondbacks gave Randy Johnson? See that? They gave him. A big um, drum kit. Beautiful drum no kit. No way. Exact yeah, same as uh, Neil Pertz. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I didn't wow. know Exact same. I thought oh. it was his drum kit. Awesome. Oh, it was. Yeah. Wow. Like, really? It was the exact like same one of was. his? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Love it. He was playing and it, too. He remember, he's uh, Don Trellis' neighbor. Is Randy? Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and Shane Doan too, donor. Classic. I asked. I said, did they? Uh, did they have anything for Randy on your street? Um, since he got into the Hall of Fame, he's like, no. What do you is mean, it, have something on your street? Like a party. Like, Everyone gather in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> you How think? many times do you have a Hall of Famer on your street? <laughs> Everybody, here, 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 here! Come out of your homes at five o'clock. Punch cake and cookies. Children, there'll be a carnival in Bouncy Castle. Maybe Dontrell could do that. Maybe he could rally the neighborhood. <laughs> you think the neighbors hear him play the drums? You think they oh, hear yeah, they're him? probably pissed? They're like, "Yeah, I'm glad you got that." You <laughs> this one's from Nikki Knuckles. Fun fact about poop is the subject line. Again, you send these emails to jandan.com. Uh, click right hand, uh, upper right hand corner. You can find it there. Fun fact: I like to weigh myself before and after poops. You know, to see how heavy my bum baby was. <laughs> Love you guys. Nick in Calgary. That's Nick in Calgary. Good uh, good email. Nick. I've done that before. I don't think I've ever done that, if you can believe it. <laughs> now, they're not as heavy as you think. You don't lose as much weight. Some of mine are pretty heavy. <laughs> you know when it's peaking Delicious. above the waterline, oh, right? Oh. Did we above mention who our guest is today? You know what it is? It's like it's like a volcano coming out of the ocean. <laughs> Chris uh, Myers is our guest today. Chris Myers, NFL on Fox, uh, MLB Whip Around. I believe he's hosting that tonight on Fox Sports 1. That's where we were able to get him in. I thought he would be at the Terranea NFL Seminar. 
Yeah, so did I. But uh, we'll talk to him about that. Just one more email, Dan. Okay. From Kelly Buckets the Fourth. Kelly Buckets the Fourth. Subject is Deuce Deuce. He says, a weekly segment on the podcast should involve Jay recording himself dropping a deuce and rating his experience out of 10. The segment could be called, Jay takes a deuce and records it. (laughs) P.S. Mike and Pat should fight and drink yerba mates after. Kind of feel like they should fight before and then fight. Fight for yerba mate. Yes. I like that idea. Uh, I don't know if I want to hear you take a deuce. Let's uh, leave it to the podcast listeners to decide if they (laughs) want me to do that or not, Dan. Hey, yes, sir. Not entirely up to you. Uh, Mike, can we play my... Uh, oh, yeah, del- this is a treat. We're going to quickly delve into my past here now. We oh, finally found some, some tapes uh, from And we've my got past, video. And we have video. So uh, please explain. What Very is this? Very quickly. Uh, What's the first one? I would have been 24 years old. This is amateur stand-up comedy at the oh, Laugh Resort really? in downtown Toronto. <laughs> so this is the Laugh Resort. This is a real comedy club. It was at the old fire hall, if some of you may remember that. It's where Second City was, the original Second City before they moved it. And uh, this is an actual... I have never seen this. this I can't This is actual wait. amateur stand-up comedy. This is me, 24 years old. Garrett. Mike. Here's the, here's the MC. Well, he's got the crowd going. He's, he's got some great pants. Look at those pleats. <laughs> you want to come up? We'll get one of the two of us. Anyways, Corey was talking a little bit about uh, that he broke up with his girlfriend. And, uh, we don't really want to see this guy's yeah, act, yeah. Mike. Yeah, we don't need this guy, Mike. Quite a bit. <laughs> He's going out for 10 minutes. Oh, there he comes. Okay, here we go. There it is. Oh, I got oh, a beer. Is that a Sleeman Cream Ale? <laughs> It is. It's a great shirt. Actually, if Robin Williams were here tonight, all he'd be saying is, "Hey, your crew's kind of shit." Start off with a dead guy joke. <laughs> what is with that Actually, hair? I have to excuse me, I uh, was watching a very special episode of Danger Bay this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> a little jumped. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was watching TV last night, and something's been bothering me ever since. It was an infomercial, couples selling a romantic music collection. And, uh, you know, they're describing their kids, and they're saying, oh, we have two beautiful children. Parents always have to describe their children as beautiful. Have you seen some of the children out there, folks? They're not all beautiful. Love the brown on brown. Yeah, a lot of brown there. But uh, I think it would be kind of refreshing if a parent came up to me and said, you know, maybe was a little more honest about their kids' looks, you know, said something like, uh, I've got a son, Timmy, he's seven, and uh, to be perfectly honest when I tell you, he has got a really fat ass. Got the crowd howling. I think I have a loaded crowd here. My daughter Megan is four, and she's not a poster child for cosmetic surgery, I don't know. This is very PC. Let's pause it for a sec. I'm very happy with You're myself. You're so proud. I'm very happy <laughs> So this myself. is the first time you ever did this? Yeah. yeah. It's like you've been doing it forever. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's amateur night, though. But so. I think, like, the crowd knew you. 
Yeah, a yeah, lot of yeah. lot of my we friends in the, the crowd. But... Lot of friends in the crowd. How? What size is that shirt? <laughs> <laughs> That's like a triple XL. But you have to remember, Dan. This was the mid '90s. That's how everyone dressed. Their clothes <laughs> was David Silver era. Clothes were way too baggy back then. It was the Stone Roses era. That's a big collar. How, <laughs> <laughs> how many uh, more of these did you do? I don't. Maybe two. Two more nights. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good so far. Let's uh, let's hear some more jokey jokes. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm a music lover. There seems to be a problem with music these days. This uh, rash of of previously unreleased songs by famous bands. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? They were like Beatles and the Rolling Stones and stuff. Put out these songs that they supposedly recorded 30 years ago and then locked in some magic vault. And then now they've decided to release them. So being the upstanding big brother that I am, I'm starting to lie a little faster. <laughs> so Wait, you have a brother? No. Nope. Like, <laughs> <laughs> microchips. I'm like, uh, well, Kenny, microchips are made by a group of renegade leprechauns who live in Provo, Utah. Now the poor bastard thinks that a Mormon group of Keebler elves are making all the technological breakthroughs in the world. <laughs> I would have scrapped uh, that joke. I, that one needs a rewrite. Pretty bad. Oh, wait, wait, this is a good one. You decided to make up a fake human? Because I thought it was such a funny joke. Okay, one more. This don't Did you know he was legally blind for much of his career? They had the teleprompter like right up to his face. See, it's okay because he was just an anchor, but can you imagine if he was like a field reporter? You know, in the Middle East? Peter, I'm here in the Middle East and there is a brutal war going on behind me. I guess. This is so bad. Can't see a thing, so you're just gonna have to take my word for it. I can hear things buzzing overhead. Wait a minute, Peter. Peter, I felt a sharp pain in my leg. I'm going to assume I've been shot. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Uh, what year was this? I think it was 94. 94? No, 96. 96. So your imaginary brother's 26 now. What do you think he's doing? Because <laughs> he Kenny. was six. Kenny. Kenny is 26. You think I should try to contact him? At first, I didn't know if I was bringing it up because I thought maybe like... Uh, this is a sensitive subject yeah. that I, I've never brought it up before. <laughs> this is how you found out. <laughs> I have a mysterious brother. See, I the, miss Kenny. I bet you he was a great little kid. See, the problem with that stand-up, it was... Bad, but not bad enough to really be funny in hindsight. My name's Ken. They know who I am. That crowd. That was a great crowd. They were they were eating it up. <laughs> if, I, if I could have taken that crowd with me everywhere, I'd have been the next Jerry Seinfeld. That wasn't that bad. No. It's, it's 96.9. I couldn't believe that that was first your first time uh, here. Accidentally. And it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. 
I mean, wasn't that the maybe, bar has been set? <laughs> maybe I should maybe I should give it another go down here. Uh, so let's get to the we had a before Chris comes in a couple of TSN things from Monday. Oh, oh, you want those too? Oh, yeah. You wanna do you want to do the uh, the uh, report from the accident from the gym? Oh yes, yeah. yes, okay. Toolsy, very quickly. <laughs> what happened? We found, we found a. Uh, you were t- you told the story last week how you hurt your ankle. Yeah. Uh, someone listened to the podcast. Said they were at that gym okay. and had recorded everything that happened because they were, I don't know, recording something in the gym at the time. So anyway, this is exactly, we have audio of you actually injuring your ankle. Okay. So here we go. Oh, hey, wow, what a nice gym. Oh, I'm Dan O'Toole. Oh, hey, guys. Yeah, this is my first time at this gym. Oh, it's great to be here. Yeah, I like to do the steps. Yeah, I'm big into the steps. Is there a bench anywhere? Oh, a lot of hot chicks here. Oh, I'm just a pig farmer from Peterborough. Okay, let me try one of these steps. I'm up, I'm up. Oh, my God. Oh, I fell off the steps. Oh, I injured my ankle. Oh, my God. And I'm about to myself. Oh no, it's gonna happen again! I think that's all, I think that's all. Oh no, it's gonna happen again! <laughs> oh, I think that's it, I think I'm dead. Oh no, it's gonna happen again! <laughs> Sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. Still poop, still poop. Let me leave. So that was you at the gym? That was. Whenever I enter a room, I say, Dan O'Toole here. <laughs> Dan O'Toole here. <laughs> we're just lucky that someone happened to be recording audio of the incident. I couldn't believe that. That was crazy. So if anyone questioned the fact that you fell off a step and <laughs> yourself, now you can say, F- guys. The TSN uh, stand We also have a clip from Reed. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Toolsy knows about this. This is a friend of ours, Reed Wilkins from 630 Ched Radio. What? Why are you pointing at your watch, Mike? He's going to be in here any second. I don't know if we want to play the TSN clip. I don't know if we have that much time. Oh, okay. So Let's play this Reed shorties. clip. I'll play this one. Is this what we're playing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Low sexual desire, vaginal dryness. Hi, it's Maureen McGrath. With V Love, no longer do you suffer. V Love is a new lubricant for vaginal dryness. Get your sexy back, ladies. V Love is now at London Drugs. For more information, go to v-love.co. Just hold off going to London Drugs until after the show, okay? <laughs> That's a good, good advice. That's Reed. Uh, his show is on 6.30, Chad, uh, in Edmonton, uh, Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 uh, p.m. So, wait, we're waiting for Chris Myers? I just He's on the way. Okay, so let's play one of these uh, TSN things for Toolsy. Uh, I can't wait to see this. This is uh, Are we going to play the demo tape? Yeah. yeah. All right, so this oh, is this my is first demo reel. Demo reel. So, uh, people, uh, this is your resume. If you're in broadcasting, instead of a piece of paper, you give them this, and they can see what you look like. And this how you actually got me my first on-air job. And your first Saskatoon. on-air job was at the NHL Network, right? Global Saskatoon. Oh, okay. But I was working at TSN at the time, so they allowed me to record this with their equipment. Okay, here we go. The San Francisco 49ers might be sold because of an old-fashioned family feud. Eddie D. Barlow is forced to give up the reins of his team to his sister because he faces possible indictment on gambling charges. Now Denise York DeBarlow wants to sell the team. Eddie wants the family to hold on to it. 
Now Commissioner Paul Tagliabu might have to step in and referee the situation. <laughs> After wait, coming off wait, the end of their season. Wait. Look at this you had a broadcaster voice there. Oh, yeah. He yeah. might have to step in and fly. <laughs> Look at this jacket. Speaking of baggy clothes. Oh, boy. Series against the Twins. The Jays face a much tougher opponent tonight against the Texas Rangers, a team that some are picking to win the AL West. Juan Guzman gets a start tonight Ooh, for Toronto with a chance to prove that his injury-plagued 1997 season is finally behind him. So this court may seem a little bit empty <laughs> over the next few games as the Raptors get used to life without Big Damon Stoudemire, but the hope is that with the influx of new players, the Raptors can turn their season around and begin a new era in Toronto. They're also playing golf in Sun City, <laughs> South Africa. It's a pro-am tournament oh. with a $1.9 million purse. Defending champ Nick Price has a three-shot lead after firing a 67 in round two. No highlights? I think we get them now. There yes! Yeah! <laughs> the, the drum breakdown. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the TSN Newsroom. I'm JR Light. Next edition of Sports Desk coming up at 11 o'clock Pacific oh time. God. Right now, let's get you caught up on some of tonight's action in the NHL. Calgary Flames finishing a seven-game road trip as they took on the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Both teams fighting for a playoff spot in the Western Conference. And Ron Wilson's Ducks flying high right now, unbeaten in their last ten. First period, Joe Sacco with a great effort. Works it out in front and beats Trevor Kidd on the far side. 14th of the Trevor Kidd! 1-0 Anaheim after one. Move to the second now. Flames on the power play. Robert Reichel with last one from the point. Minutes later, Ducks pressing. Brian Bellows to Sacco. He feeds Sean Pronger. Tic-tac-toe. It's in the net. Sean Pronger. He's been on this podcast. third now. Gwen Featherstone. The shot from the point is tipped by Dave Gagne. We're all tied up at two. Overtime solves nothing. 2-2 is the final in this one. Oh, ties. The old NHL. No shootouts there. All right, let's hit pause. Wow. We'll continue that later. There's more to come. Wow. That was fascinating. Right? Let's bring our guest in. Uh, This guy. Talk about a great voice. Talk about whatever, a legend. Whatever the opposite of my voice was on that tape, it's this guy's voice. Chris Myers. How are you, my friend? How you doing? Come on in. Finally get you on this podcast. This is great. I know you've been looking forward to I'm it. Dread. I heard everybody today said they were promoting you. They used your picture from high school. So I had makeup and hair and everything just so I look. You apart. look fantastic. Which way do I look now? Nah, now you can look. You can just address the thousands of fans in the audience. <laughs> you have a big crowd. and the, I'll, They'll read the teleprompter. That's what I'll do. So how's your summer so, been? Yeah. It's been good. Just came from the Fox Football Seminar. And Terranea. Yeah. It's a beautiful fancy. So what happens there? Well, here's the deal i see someone pointed me to molly mcgrath's instagram account Uh where she had uh, put out a a picture of you guys playing flip cup at the uh, terranea uh, event to which i said so that's what happened no i wasn't (laughs) i wasn't at that seminar uh, i didn't do that part i was uh, mike uh, Pereira and i were going over the rule changes you guys are having uh, the the tito's vodka the two-point conversion (laughs) and the extra point being moved back uh that was some of what we did but what it is is uh, what the seminar is it's really more of a retreat we kind of gather and we go over some things but it's a great time when all of the crew, you, know, you got Troy Aikman going to this game or John Lynch going to that Rondé Barber, and then even the studio guys, they're here in L.A., so we yeah. very rarely are all in the same place. So it's right. a nice chance, and it's really cool. You're sitting there, 
you know, you're having a beer and you look over and there's Jimmy Johnson talking to Moose Johnston and Troy Aikman about, you know, a certain team or a matchup or their good old days with the Cowboys. Yep. And then you see a Rondé Barber to John Lynch. Hey, the Buccaneers, are they going to be good this year with Jameis Winston? So it's kind of it's kind of cool. When we uh, were invited the one and only time, that was before the <laughs> network went on the air. <laughs> so, I noticed that. That was your first and last. Yeah, that's uh, it. So yeah. we went there and then uh, at one point they have a big buffet dinner outside. So people that are at the resort... There was about 20 people deep taking pictures of everyone because you you take for granted the star power. You just name some of them. So you've got legendary figures in the NFL. They're all just sitting around. So people are like taking pictures of all these all people the, yes. assembled. I mean, they think, they, but there goes Michael Strahan. There, yeah. here, here comes Terry Bradshaw. And you've got different eras. I was thinking about this on the Fox NFL pregame show, the age of the guys. Think of how they have different eras. And they're all, they're all either Hall of Famers or have been Super Bowl champs. you got Michael Strahan's in his 40s. Howie Long is in his 50s. Uh, Terry Bradshaw's in his 60s. And Jimmy Johnson just turned 72, the head coach of the Cowboys. So they've got all, all these these eras in different spans. But, yes, when you people that go in there see them kind of and they think it's a, it's like a Hall of Fame dinner or something in, like in that. In the past, you you've had like like Roger Goodell's gone to speak and. So did you have like a speaker this year who came we, in? We had the author of uh, of a book about the history of the NFL. Uh, which that was doesn't sound as so, <laughs> and we had we had Oliver Luck, uh, who is Andrew Luck's dad, and who works because we had the college and the NFL people gathering together. Oh, okay. But I will tell you something I learned in the history of the NFL, and I'm I'm a big NFL guy and grew up around it. Went to school with Don Shula's son in Miami at the time of the perfect season Dolphins. I was a kid when they were on a roll. But uh, historically, according to this, uh, this uh, guy played football at UCLA with Jackie Robinson. And the Los Angeles Rams got him to play. He was one of the first African-American players to play in pro football six months before Jackie Robinson broke the oh, color barrier in Major League Baseball. Interesting. And usually the sport of football does not get credit for that, at least at that time. Of course, right. he wasn't as big a, a talent on the field, this particular player. I think it was Kenny Washington running back as Jackie Robinson became, because Jackie Robinson was also a great football player at UCLA, but they were teammates. And I was something like, wow, all these years of covering football uh, from a historical standpoint, something I, I did not know. No. And you brought up <laughs> did not realize That's a good that. Johnny. Very oh, that, nice yes, Johnny. That, which I go back to, I feel like we're on it like a bad late night show, or a good one, I should say. But <laughs> no, can I bad. tell you can I, I can I tell you the story real quick? When I was doing, you know, for the other network, the four when at ESPN where I spent ten great years in what I call the golden years, the real growth years when there was just and Mike Tarico and I would do the late sports centers at right. two AM and we would stretch at the end, the producer we'd run out of highlights and so Tarico would throw out a fact. He was a nut with that, and I was at the time a big Johnny Carson fan and he <laughs> I was like, and really, I did not know that. So I started saying, I was like, I don't want to steal his act. So they said, let's have a regular segment at the end of the show and throw out a fast. Well, we can't steal Johnny Carson's line. Right. And they said, well, we'll call it Did You Know? And later, that Did You Know segment became a regular segment. They had a book. They had T-shirts. True story. I moved to L.A. years later. It's the late 90s. Johnny Carson is retired. This is, I know, for some of you who watch Fallon and Kim will pay attention. Carson was the best. <laughs> but uh, he's at a tennis. He's a big tennis fan, remember? He's at the UCLA Tennis Center. And he's over there, and there's ropes, and people don't. But I had to go. It was my one chance, because he's my idol. Not only as an entertainer, but a great interviewer. And so I wandered through, and I just went over, and I said, you know, I, uh, Chris Myers from ESPN. And he said, I, I know who you are. And I, <laughs> I said, and I'm sorry to bother you, uh, Mr. Carson. I said, well, and I didn't do the I'm a big fan. I said, but I, I've watched it for years, and I just want you to know, on the late Sports Center, the reason we do that Did You Know segment, that came from Notes and Facts, but... Uh, you know, the I did not know that, which you do. I, I worded that. He, and I went through this long thing, and he just looked at me, and he said, true story, 
I uh, I did not know that. And he walked away. <laughs> he walked <laughs> True away. story. You can't make that up. Yeah. You can't. And that, for me, it was like, if oh, I would have died amazing. the next minute, I would have been okay. That's True amazing. story. Now, you, so you had a run-in with him. You also have a... run-in. A, <laughs> <laughs> the one time well, I meet Carson, he walks away. Well, an encounter. An encounter. Thank you. Um, you also have a connection to Bill Murray. Yes, going back to doing the ESPYs, when the very first ESPYs began, Bill Murray, they got him in to do some some things, and uh, I hung out with him in Manhattan in New York and his brothers after the ESPYs, and that was fun. I didn't know things were open that late <laughs> for that long, and we've become friends over the years. We've uh, golfed together, gone to, what, you know, it was a quick story. We said, hey, let's, yeah, do you want to go to a baseball game next week? I was in you know, Sports Center, Connecticut, so I drove down to New York. He goes, we, we, we'll low-key it. I don't want anybody, you know, I'm like, all right, just, you've got seats. We'll sit in the stand. Of course, they'll know who Bill Murray is. So I'm waiting out front. Yeah, he got the t- this this beat up van shows up and it pulls like in a you know where you're not supposed to park and he gets out and he's wearing like a bad fishing hat and shorts <laughs> and stuff that you couldn't tell sunglasses who he is an incognito. So I, I you know he walks up to me we get tickets we sit and we're in the first inning and the ump I forget whatever the call they missed a pitch or something and he jumps up and pulls hey you blew the call you you know everybody it's Bill Murray you know it's warmed over. <laughs> yeah. uh, but over the years uh, he is really uh, a very deep profound like most you guys have a great sense of humor. Uh, like most comedic types, very has a very serious, deep, profound side. You know, not not dark, but uh, but is and is a very astute sports fan. I mean, he'll watch uh, baseball. He owns some minor league teams, but he'll watch a a golf match and he can tell you about the distance and the club and the the mental approach of of the golfer, whether it's a U.S. Open or the Masters. He can watch a baseball game, talk about certain pitches. So he's um, not on all the time. No, like, because no. whenever you see him, he's on. But he's a very uh, yeah, a very deep, caring guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I and I don't want to get emotional, but uh, when I lost my son a few years ago, his brothers came unannounced. Bill couldn't make it to the funeral. He sent flowers, and and then about a week later, uh, Bill dro- called. He said, "I'm coming up to the house. I have a younger son," and he drove up. Uh, and he took my son and I out to lunch, and he said, I just want, you know, he talked about when he was young and lost his father and how it affected him and his family and his brothers and how to, he didn't tell me how to deal with a tragic loss like this. Right. But it was a friendly kind of caring thing that, that here we are sitting, and you forgot he was Bill Murray. You right. know, he was a very, uh, it was a really touching moment that, you know, my son remembered, and and uh, and uh, it just it just sticks with you that a yeah. guy cares that much, and nobody knew who he was, and we kind of went, and that matters, you know, more that he could have been a famous guy, he could have not been a famous guy. He's like Charles Barkley that way. Same kind of, they have this real caring deep side, uh, as talented and as funny and as iconic as they are. I'm amazed when I did a recent interview with him that how he has stayed so relevant. You know, that's right. when I, I can't, you know, Jennifer Lawrence wants to get his picture with him, but so right. does, uh, you know, Jackie Mason. It's like you said, people from all ages love him so much. He's so iconic. I won't say it's because he says no to so much. Like, isn't it, he doesn't have an agent, you have to call an yes. 800 number if yes. you want him to do a movie, you I, have to leave a message? I was one one of those lucky ones who got his 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 and the only reason you got a private number and you texted him is because he started texting with his kids as his kids got older right otherwise but yeah they're the you know you leave a voicemail the 800 number that's you got no shot there you know? <laughs> and, and he doesn't always text sometimes you get a text like you know weeks later from something that you forgot that you that you texted him about another quick true story i'm with him in uh i was doing tennis in new york and i had a day off it's in the espn days and he's got his place up at the hudson on the hudson river his house and he, he uh, said, hey, I'm in New York. Can you come to Manhattan? He goes, no, I'm sitting at the house. Why don't you come out here? I said, well, I don't have a car. It's a long drive for a cab. He said, I'll send a car for you. So this this white stretch limo shows up, <laughs> right? And I get in and we drive. And as we drive into the house, he's he's videotaping me getting
getting out. And he says, hey, ESPN, this is how Chris spends your money. <laughs> and uh, so we hung out. And then I swear, you can't make this up either. We're, on, we're in his backyard. And we're looking out of the Hudson. He shows he's got the pool over here and a basketball gym. And the house is very casual. It's a nice place, but it's big. And he, sa- and he said, you know, this part of the yard, you see those holes? He said, I, I, I have a gardener and a lawn guy, but... He said, these damn gophers, they are digging <laughs> holes. And I'm looking around. I'm like, is there a setup? Is, yeah. are we in a ca-? He's like, no, Chris, I'm serious. He goes, I can't use explosives. I have a dog here. I have pets. I don't, I goes, I don't know what to do. I've chased him with a shovel. I'm like, you're kidding me. This, you cannot be <laughs> no, right. No, you can't make that serious. Yes, and it, a true, uh, true story. Anyway, he's a great guy, and uh, he lives life to the fullest. He's mellowing out a little bit, becoming a little bit more, you know, uh, less serious about things, even though he's a very serious and, and profound uh, guy. I love hearing the run-ins uh, that – people have with him just out in uh, in public where he he'll be at a fast food restaurant come by take fries from someone and this yes. says to them no one will believe you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. He does the right in on the streets of New York. The, behind, he'll c- sneak up behind, cover the eyes. Guess who? And they're gonna, Bill Murray, nobody will believe it. He keeps walking. You know, he's, uh, he's a very special, uh, special That's guy. That's pretty funny. You have such a unique career because you've been talking about your ESPN days, and I, I was lucky enough to see some of your stuff. We didn't get to see that in Canada, unfortunately. We didn't get ESPN. But I, when I worked for TSN, which is up here right, which the is Right, which is the Canadian version of ESPN. Right. Exactly. We would yep. get up close your old show on ESPN. I used to love you on that show. And then you came out to Fox, you are one of those people who was at ESPN, came out to Fox. So from your perspective, the two companies, do you, you know, is there, there's always that sort of perception like there, that it's corporate at ESPN and Fox is a little more fun, though we don't like to say the one for fun because that didn't work out so well. <laughs> is that, was that a slogan? That <laughs> yeah, we missed a Fox that one. The one for but for your perspective one. as someone who's worked so long, like is that the way you sort of perceive both places? Yeah, and, and that's probably the simple way that, and, and I was at ESPN before, a little before Disney bought ESPN, and then right. that changed things a, a little bit. But also ESPN, when I called it the golden years through the 90s, uh, they slowly started to get like the, the rights to you know had Sunday night football, which is now Monday night football, baseball broadcast. Before it was the truck and tractor pulls and those kind. And then yeah. we did Sports Center the and stuff highlights. we have on Fox so, Sports. <laughs> the things you guys have to make exciting, <laughs> yeah. which you do by the way, very entertaining. Uh, I love the uh, the golf tournament with the wind and you had the papers flowing. <laughs> and everything. But uh, so yeah, I so a different a different time. And then of course uh, when I came out to do up close for ESPN, then it start, ESPN two started. We even had the debate in the building. Wow, you're competing against yourself with a second network and then there's a three and an ESPN classic and ESPN so the business has changed in that regard but I you know I I think the transition for me to Fox was that you just have a little more again this is at the time they just gave you a little more freedom creativity it used to be and it's changed this way at ESPN because Chris Fowler was still a good friend Chris Berman good guys they like to do other things you know you're a studio guy but you like to do a little play-by-play on football or baseball and you you don't want to insult anybody at it but if if you're good you have a a sense or a craft for you should get that opportunity you don't have to do just one thing and so there was a time when they didn't want to do a lot of that and so at Fox with a, with a newer network, a growing network that just had football and then adds baseball and then NASCAR, which really, you get to do you them know, all. You so got to do all of that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And, and right now with Fox, it's a really, and now Fox Sports 1, too, which I, it's great to have a 24 hour sports channel instead of just, you know, NASCAR on weekends or just the NFL or, or, or just baseball. So, yeah, you know, there's, it, it's all about the people you work for and how you feel and in, in what your position is. I mean, yeah. that, whether it's ESPN or Fox, but I think the viewer ultimately wins. I know that sounds kind of cliche, but, you know, just like for a time, CNN had no competition. Fox News Channel comes along, like them or not, there's competition and people yeah. have a choice. Same with a 24-hour, and people have tried, and ESPN has more than one channel, but it's good that Fox Sports 1 and Fox now, there's true competition, although, you know, we're not there yet, but uh, 
as you pointed out, we'll get there. Yeah. Now, what, what's oh, yeah. what's what's <laughs> your uh, <laughs> what's your favorite event to go to? We mentioned yeah. you, you oh. cover them all, so you, you go to Daytona 500s. You you cover Super Bowls, you, World Series baseball. If you could handpick one to go to each year, which would you say? Yeah, that's the one I want to go to. Well, the the Super Bowl is is the mega, right? Yep. I mean, there are international. There are things like you cover the Olympics and right. there's the, the things that come. They're they're not every year. They're rare. The World Cup that are, that are more u- unique. But I think just having grown up as a football guy, that was my first love, and I love baseball and certainly other sports. Have become more of a of a NASCAR fan with the once a week big event. I know you said to me early how much you were a racer. My brothers were race fans growing up, and I got called when I first started. They called me a stick and ball guy you know that I was like that I was like an outsider with right. and I think that's where NASCAR has grown a lot too they don't treat people like outsiders right. anymore they everybody's in just like everybody's in on hockey or football if yeah. you're a fan you're you're a fan but I, I think you know probably the Super Bowl I know right. that if people think it might be corporate but when you're there when, when we just did the Fox Super Bowl with in New York when the weather was actually very nice and to be down on the field I mean the anthem plays and the teams are ready and you see you know somebody comes out for the coin it's just you know I you know World Series are big too uh, but I, I would have to say the Super Bowl. I mean, I just think based on on the American sports fan uh, kind of uh, passion and and for and, and how about your first game in the booth each year for football? Do you just is it like the first day of school every year? Yeah, it gets it never gets old. That's yeah. what I love about it. You guys are good at live TV. That's what's great about calling an event play by play and especially with the NFL because the action is so fast. Baseball, it's a little bit different. You've got time to talk and tell tell stories. But it could be any two teams, and, and it doesn't matter how good or bad they are, where they are. Obviously, a playoff game is, is has more value outside. But you don't know what's going to happen. You prepare like a player, and then you it unfolds. And you and the analyst, you have a conversation. You react. You call things. So, yes, every year we prepare. Now, Rondé Barber, who I'm working with again this year, I've worked with John Lynch in the past. We we also do the preseason uh, Buccaneers games where he, right. where he played. And uh, the first game we have – has, you know, the Vikings and the Bucks, so it's Adrian Peterson coming back, even though it's preseason, and, and Jameis Winston, the top rookie. So in the preseason, it's a little more meaningful, but it helps us get ready. Yeah. We almost have our preseason, so when the regular season comes, we're kind of in, you know, that fine tune because you got to fit the comment in, you got to hit the replay, you got to know the rules. Mm-hmm. That's when the seminar comes back into play where all that homework All that, that flip in. cup. Yes, yes. <laughs> Whatever. I'll flip you for a right for Pereira's yellow flag. I don't know. Oh, Pereira. He loves his Tito's. Are we want to yes. do rapid fire? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay we this still is there's exciting. more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. These are from Rapid the fans. Fire. These are questions we uh, Mike put out, uh, the fact that you're going to be on the podcast today, and the fans have uh, sent these questions in for you, Chris. Okay. Right. Ready for anything. All right, this first one's from Kyle Kanzler. What is your favorite part of covering NASCAR? Oh, uh, you know, I think my, my favorite part is on the pre-race show, I deal with guys who have been in the car, around the car, have been in wrecks, one big race has survived it, and so they can handle anything. And uh, and and how they the the, the uh, verbiage, <laughs> how they use our language is always entertaining. Uh, but I would say working with them, and I think NASCAR drivers maybe more than than most other professional sports athletes, they're uh, they're a little more uh, family friendly, entrenched, a little more mature in most cases. The thing I like about NASCAR, sort of jump in on rapid fire, is the accessibility. Yes, that's it. They have the most accessibility out of any of the professional sports. Even if you go to it, you can pay an extra few bucks and go into the pits. You can't go into the right. Yankees locker room right. before a game. And think about this. You can also listen in on the radio. Their headset in the car. They're right. You can't yeah, listen in crazy. on a quarterback calling a signal. And when they wreck in the middle of a race, and this is some of the best stuff, we get a mic right there to talk to. I mean, they, you know, exactly. they're talking in the middle while the race is still going on. Hey, that guy, you know, wrecked me, and I'm going to get him later. So there are a lot of, a lot of great elements. And uh, they managed to, to drop their sponsor yeah. at the same time. That's the most amazing thing. 
<laughs> like they'll always get the sponsor in. Yeah. And you always work with Michael Waltrip, who I got to say, that guy should be on the red carpet at the Oscars. Uh, like when yes. he does that walkthrough, yes. I'm like, this guy's so oh, he's so talented. Yes. It's yeah. really he's underrated. He, that he, way. He, he's he's great to edit. You know, with his brother Daryl and Jeff Gordon, of course, we're adding him to the booth yep. uh, and to our pre-race show next year. The the soon to you know the Hall of Fame driver who's won four championships. He'll be part of the pre-race show, and he's done big TV shows like you know we used to be the Kathy Leaves on Saturday Saturday Night Live. He did, did uh, this podcast. Oh, he did. Good. So you yeah. okay? All right. So he's been on big shows. Do we have Jeff? Did he? No. no. We had Jimmy Johnson, no, uh, Joey Logano, Joey Logano. I just assume because every and Brad Keselowski. We'll get tell Dan on. Bell to get on that. Get you Jeff Gordon. Yeah, That's come on, a big Dan thing. Bell. All right. He's got uh, your he's rapid got fire. <laughs> Speaking of the uh, Waltrip brothers, this is from Leslie. Goulet. Uh, two wall trips are hanging on the edge of a cliff. You only have time to save one. You grab Michael or Daryl. I save myself first. That's what I have to do every show with those two. Yeah. Uh, no, I probably step on their fingers. No, I'm kidding. Uh, wow. I don't know. They would both be talking so much. I probably wouldn't be able to think. I, I really. Uh, that's. Uh, I would say one is. Uh, what is probably. Uh, has a better sense of humor than the other, and one's a better driver than the other. I'll let you guess which is which. <laughs> yeah, I know that sense. wasn't That's an very, answer. I think I know. I yeah. Diplomatic. Yeah, we know. I think yeah. we know. You think, right. you <laughs> I think we can figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> this, this from... I would save Jeff Gordon first. How about <laughs> okay, that? No. Yeah, <laughs> save the youngest Very one. nice. Real loyal, right, <laughs> yeah. to my coworkers. Save the new guy. Well, then, this is from Hodge. Uh, he wants to know your favorite NASCAR driver that you've worked with as an analyst. Well, we've had, it's interesting, we've had, and this is the other great thing, too, guys that, you know, are racing on Sunday. Will Saturday come into the booth of Brad Keselowski? Yeah, or they do you know, amazing. Jimmy, I love Yes, that. aren't they? They're like, they're, they're so good. They're natural. They're plugged in. I know, you know, Brad Keselowski reminds me of a uh, of a Daryl Walter back in his day. He's brash. He's, so when we've had him in as a guest during a rain delay or when he's done a, a broadcast, he's very knowledgeable, but he, he's not afraid to say things. Sometimes he upset some people. So I would put Brad Keselowski as probably one of one of my favorites. He was on the podcast. He yeah. was on the podcast, he, yeah. and he just and he, had a health scare with his baby, so we yeah, wish him we, the best yeah. of luck, him and his family. okay there. Are, are you related to Canadian legend Mike Myers right behind you? Uh, <laughs> so, oh, no, but I, I'm a you big... You guys could kind of maybe think? be brothers. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big uh, Mike Myers fan because uh, we had... Uh, that deserves a wow. And, you know, back in the days of on SportsCenter when we did, uh, you know, the catchphrases, you know, he was on SNL and some of his lines and phrases caught on with people as well. So I uh, wish I was related. Austin Very Powers, it still holds up. The first yes. one. Yeah. The first yeah. one, yeah. 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 After that, it was. <laughs> what was the? He did help me on Love Guru. Love Guru. I was so disappointed. Oh, but uh, <laughs> that's where the career kind of went. But yeah. uh, remember, he did the coffee talk and, and yeah. with Garth the Richmond. Yeah. What was Wayne's the? World. Yeah, Wayne, there were some catchphrases in Wayne's yeah. World. That swing. Swing. What were some of the other that that uh, became? That one doesn't hold up very well. No, not. We're no. not worthy. Yeah. There you go. You'd see that. There was some of that transition into sporting events. You'd see fans do the whole. We're not. And then him and what you call it hated each other. Yeah. He wanted to. I, I read, now this might may or, may or may not be true, but I read he actually wanted to not have Garth in the Wayne's World movie. Like, oh. he, they disliked him so much until Lorne Michaels said, so, oh, no, you have you to gotta, put him in the movie. <laughs> right, yeah. and, and that's right. And they did a little, it was a, it was a good impression because he doesn't mumble like that. Uh, uh, he, they, they did a little, I did not know that, too, off of the Johnny in their Wayne's World stuff, if you go back yeah. and watch that, right? Didn't yeah. they do that? Dana Carvey, so. Dana Carvey does a great Johnny Carson, which, by the way, he was very upset about the Carson. Dana Carvey is a great Talk show guest. Is he? Have you he's always. Him? No, we he's haven't had him, on. but whenever he's on, him. he's just. We, he's we, always and on. we got to get it because Carcinio was something that upset right. Johnny Carson. <laughs> when, <laughs> Carcinio when he, was when great. He combined uh, the two. It's anyway. in my house. I always remember that. Yes. in my house. <laughs> Do we have any more, Mike? That's one great. more. One, one more. On okay, and then we'll let Chris go. Oh, this is a tough one. This is from Richard Flores. Is a hot dog a sandwich? 
I would think anything with the two slices of bread is uh, a sandwich. You could put car- uh, cardboard no. in between. Hot dog is so. not a sandwich. Yeah. You're saying yes? Well, yeah. Well, I'm saying it's really a bun, but I guess there's a bun bread, so a sandwich, yeah, to me... It's a sandwich. I don't eat a lot of bread anyway. This isn't Dan's answer. This is Chris's yeah, answer. Yeah, I'm saying, yes, it, is, I'm saying it is a sandwich. And no better place to have a hot dog than at a ball game or with Jay and Dan. The Dodgers Stadium. Um, this has uh, been awesome. So, having you on, yeah, I know you've been talking about it for a while. I was honored because, you know, to finally get time to come in, and I like the casual way that you guys kind of do things. We, we're not and, good uh, enough broadcasters the, all, to do it any All the preparation way, that you do. Oh, yeah, there's this email prep. <laughs> Chris, all these emails are about poop. These all, all, Everyone. People email us about poop. Someone asked me, and I know Chris, you, have a, you have a big show coming up too. That you oh yeah, have, we're doing we're, it tonight. Yeah, you have highlights, and you're gonna get on. <laughs> a weekly list. segment should involve Jay recording himself dropping a deuce. That's an email really? I got. <laughs> and these are fans that yeah, probably are loyal. Weird. God bless. Well, I'm glad Chris. you guys keep doing uh, it. Now this God is the awkward him. point oh. where we say bye and you just leave. That's it. Is that yeah. That's it. Yeah. And people applaud. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But thank Great you. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Seeing you guys in the building. That was fun. I love I love hearing Chris's voice when you, you don't see him, but you say you say hey my favorite Canadians and th- that booming voice when you it's it's amazing what a guest it's Chris Myers everybody the legendary broadcaster always prepared he he does uh, MLB whip around he does uh, stuff on our NASCAR he do, he calls NFL games he's a, he's a very knowledgeable gentleman you know what we should I was thinking as we were interviewing him because he does have the best voice. We should get him to read uh, Bane tweets. But until he does, we're going to have a Bane off here in the studio, Dan. Play ball! We originally <laughs> did this with Rod Smith, our former co-worker. He knocked it out of the park. That was ages ago. That was a long time ago. That was a long time, and for Dan, a lot of pounds ago. That was a lot of pounds ago. That's on a spicy meatball. But here we go. So it's going to be between Mike and Engineer Jim. Reading Bieber tweets. Bieber tweets read by Bane. Justin Bieber tweets. Who wants to go first? Go for it, Jim. Jim. Engineer Jim. Okay. When it comes to music, we shouldn't be put up against each other. Music isn't about competition. It is about collaboration. It's a language. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Because in that movie, you have to rewind it about every time Bane speaks. Yeah. That was if Bane Yoda. Yeah. There was a bit of Yoda, though. There was. A there bit was. Of... I, I did. It, it, Yoda came out of me. A, l- a little bit of Yoda. I didn't say it was bad. It was good. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, Mike. Same one. And now the UK press will start to tear me apart. Comes with the job. Love you guys regardless, and I will make this up to you. <laughs> that was pretty good. Mike. Wait, Mike. <laughs> you started off like it was Bane as a child, then you turned Bane into like an old person. You're sure a cute kid. Like from the old Watch days, the olden days. That's what happens. Watch the movie. That was pretty good. I, that was pretty good. Okay, next one, Engineer Jim. I feel like Jim's is like Bane taking a <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Bane, I'm taking a 
what I'm doing. Bane needs more fiber. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe you should read the next two, Mike. And then okay. We'll... Getting this album done. <laughs> <laughs> we all go through things. God is good. Okay, you are just full-on old person now with a <laughs> hand in your mouth. <laughs> okay, one more sh- Bane from Jimmy. Borg, no fiber. Glad it's over. Going back to sleep. <laughs> and that's Bieber tweets read by Bane. I enjoyed that very that much. Very, does Bieber tweet a lot? I don't. No, I don't. Uh, he does a lot of like uh, mentions and re- and replies because I had right. to go through all those tweets to find those. And then go back Just like me today, I yeah! I sent uh, Jim Gaffigan a tweet and said, "Hey, my wife and I like your TV show," and he replied, "Thanks." <laughs> I love Gaffigan's stand up. It's very good. It's all about food. He's funny. His whole show, he's eating in every scene. Is he? Yeah. He's kind of like uh, Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven. Very similar, yeah. But Give him a eat. box of Twinkies, and this guy's ready to roll. Oh, man. What a terrific podcast. Is that it? Are we and done? We got, uh, got Jeremy Taggart. Taggart. Because of All the audio up. issues, Taggart was cut out of last week because it was totally unsalvageable. I about that. That's right. Yeah. And we didn't get a chance to. Uh... That's right. Taggart. JT. He's hosting on TSN Radio this week and next week in the mornings with Matt Cause one week and David Bastel the next week. It's good radio. Right? Yeah. Oh, all the ladies love Bastel. Going to be a lot of Blue Jay talk. Oh, big time, Bob. How about that sweep of the Yankees over the weekend? How about those Blue Jays? How about those Jays? When was the last time you were able to walk around and say that? How about those Blue Jays? By the way, Dan... We have something special. Mike, can you explain the app to, to everybody? Well, it's only available on Android devices, so yep. hopefully you have those. Uh, it's the entire soundboard for you. Well, the soundboard's also on the website. Also, yeah, on, also the on the website. website but and now you can get it on a mobile device. Okay, how, how do you do that? Go to the uh, app store on your Android. Google Play Store. Or that. If you're an Android user. And shout out to Caden Rice. Caden Rice. What do you out type of, in? Out of no, you type in Jay and Dan Soundboard. Okay. We've worked on it for a while and came up with Jay and Dan Soundboard. Caden um, Caden awesome. approached need. us out of nowhere. And, yeah, out of nowhere, and said, "No, oh, we'll we'll do it and uh, put it together." So thanks, Caden. Awesome. I can, I'm lucky I can push these buttons on this thing. Caden is 15 years old, <laughs> and he developed this app. So Caden, we're basically Caden. we're basically doomed. Yeah, he's he can very have proud of Caden. Yeah. Also very proud of Jeremy Taggart. Uh, Jeremy, we have fixed the audio issues. Uh, we couldn't save the uh, the uh, the interview last week. It was just unsalvageable. It's okay. We we talked mostly about the Jays, and they only got better anyway. So <laughs> there it is. That's right. As I was just saying, Taggart, when was the last time you could walk around and say, "How about those Blue Jays?" I can't say it enough. How about the last time they went eight? You know, uh, eleven for twelve in August, like. When was the last time that happened? Maybe 98, maybe? What are the ratings like? It must be mm. over a million per game now. Yeah, I'm sure the ratings are, but it's it's sold out tonight, this whole series. The next series is already sold out. I guess so the Yankees, look at yeah. that. Everyone's showing up. I love it. It's like yeah. the old days again. It's beautiful. I'm going on the uh, the second game, uh, the Yankee game on Saturday. Mm. That'll be fun. How, how banged up are you going to get? 
Uh, probably not at all, because I'll be driving my buddy Ian Leggett, who got me this ticket oh, right Leggett. behind the plate. Ian Leggett, you Ian were at a Leggett. wedding with him over the weekend, weren't you? Yes, I was, I was. That was uh, always a good time with Ian. You know, so as a, as a retired golfer, does he just play uh, golf for fun yeah. now, or does he just say, or, ah, I'm sick of it? Or is it the opposite, Jeremy? Does he not want to golf? Well, he still golfs because he's still the he's a director of golf at at, at uh, Summit Golf Club up here, not far from me in Richmond Hill. So he he has to kind of golf a lot just to keep you know the the chops up a little bit. He's not as serious with it, but again, because he was on tour and did it, it's probably frustrating to to not play it at that level. Or you know, I think he's had a lot of injuries that really bother him as well. So that's kind of tough. Hmm. Good guy, though. I don't know him at all. He is a <laughs> solid guy. Good times. Um, now, you're hosting on the radio for the next two weeks. TSN Radio in the morning. You're the morning man. Well, I am filling in for the uh, Mike Richards, who will be hopefully be back in September. But, yeah, no, it's been a gas. Wait, wait, what do you mean hopefully be back? Is he okay? What's happened? Yeah, he had a, a little bit of a sickness there. Over the summer, oh, okay. I believe he uh, got had some cancer, and they oh. had to uh, take care of it. And he's doing well. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he was out for most of the summer, so he's uh, going to be back, and everything seems to be in order and good health for him. So yeah, All right. well, we'll he wish him be the best. Yeah. I mean, you're with uh, Matt Cause, who yes. Uh, if our listeners don't know Matt, he's a fascinating human being. He's uh, has he become a sommelier yet? Yes, he I is a sommelier. He just took the test, and I think he passed. So wow. I Good believe he's almost done the whole deal. Dan yeah, and I, he's full-fledged. He knows his vino. Oh, he loves his wine. Dan and I used to go on his radio show. He used to be in the studio at night, and so we'd just wander over to the radio studio, and we'd end up talking about the weird. It was almost like this podcast. We talked about the weirdest shit, Matt. Yeah, I he, love that guy. He, he loves movies, and he's into into the arts as well. So, yeah, I know he loves music, so he's a good uh a good guy to, to have around because he makes it fun. It's not necessarily just about sports, but uh, it's been so easy to talk about the Blue Jays every day. Oh, yeah. Just nothing but Jays talk. That's what Toronto no. wants right now. That's it. And we don't want to hear about, you know, warm-ups and <laughs> the NHL or some guy going to camp. Right. Or like, that's, have you guys seen Phil Kessel in that jersey that's going around? On yeah, the, the Penguins the jersey. Penguins Poor jersey. guy can't do anything no, right. No, eh? no. Like, you just... Stands there for a photo, <laughs> no. and it's, like, everywhere. And it's, and it's memes central. It's a, <laughs> it's so, it's yeah. a million memes of him. It's him at, at Buckingham Palace. And <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like the guy in the band who takes, always takes the bad picture. Like, he just That's doesn't true. look natural ever. He's just, just, he's just not comfortable in the spotlight. He's just it's not. unbelievable. He just hates it so much. Uh, you're going to have to uh, to listen to this podcast, Tagger. We just had Chris Myers on, the legendary Fox broadcaster. What a voice. Those pipes. Nice. He, he needs to. He needs, as I always told Rod Smith uh, from TSN, they yeah. need to read lullabies. Imagine yeah, that can, putting you to sleep. Yeah. Rod Smith, yeah. Oh, Rod's the same kind of those pipes where it's just like, what else are you going to do with your life other than talk into a microphone and make people go ape? And the best part is, you know, someone like Rod, like, you know, you you, you grew up watching him, then you meet him and you work with him every day and you realize that's just his voice. Like, there's no, there's no like, broadcast voice he's putting on. He's just like, hello. And same with Chris. Oh, like, that's Chris's voice when you see him in the hallway. He's like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that my Chris? <laughs> that's like Jim like, doing pain. No. <laughs> like being on, on tour. 
going on tour, I remember all the time, like, you, you know, going to a station and the guy's like, hey, how's it going? How's everything okay? And then all of a sudden turns on the radio like, there is there our lady peace and wonder. And like, this big act. You know that where it's just so obvious? Like, why are you doing that? That's great. Oh, Tiger, you like, made me laugh. They really, some of, I remember I was in like Albuquerque or something and the guy was just going over the top, like just, I don't like you're talking about the most simple things with 11 on the voice charts. Oh yeah, the Simpsons do a great take on the, the radio broadcasters and they have all the bells and whistles, literally. I have something uh, I wanted to talk to you about, Taggart, and this is tragic news, I think, because I think this was the winner. Was the Osborne Village in the zoo bar, was that the winner of the Greasies? It was the winner of the Greasies. Did and it burn it's down? closing down. It's closing down. The property, right? Yeah, yeah. Osborne Village, the Village Inn has been sold. That has been confirmed. Yeah. Uh, and then it says, as of now, we're waiting and seeing what's going on. Yeah, it's been around since the 60s? Yeah, uh, we were hoping wow. to do a TNT live at the, at the, at the full-on zoo just to tie it all in, but I don't know if it's going to happen now. How much? I mean, man, that would be great. But, yeah, man, some of the <laughs> that's gone down there. Oh, yeah. Place uh, so dirty. I say we buy it. Let's buy it. Turn it into, uh, I don't know what. Breakfast ca- place. Car wash? <laughs> A car wash slash breakfast place. Perfect, with topless girls. Oh, jeez. Right? I don't know if that would fly. <laughs> the job of, I pick the girls, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what's your job? I pick those girls. Why don't you f***ing shut up and get me a corned beef sandwich so I can pick some more girls? Yeah, more <laughs> of those girls and a cigar while you're at it. All right, girls, who's next? <laughs> Come on in to my office hey. here at the Osborne Village Inn. Oh, that's classic. Hey, I got a, I got a wonderful uh, something in the uh, came in the mail today from Jay Onright, a nice book as a good friend. I got your book there, Bot. Oh, very nice, Bot. I I was now I, there won't be any perspective on that because we lost the interview from last week. But you were saying you were you were struggling to get going on the book a little bit, and that well, book helped just, me a bit. It's just the ideas, you know, when you sit down and try and. Uh, piece together something and it doesn't come out the way you want it so just you get upset so it's been better since so uh, again it's even better that we had that week off there that's all right that's but no things are good but i I appreciate that book because i mean that's not like i've ever done this before so all the help is needed for sure. And just to be clear, he, you didn't send him a copy of your book i you sent him a no, copy no, of no. Uh, he sent just me a nice uh, Stephen King wrote a book about writing, and it yeah. seems to be pretty happening and pretty interesting. I check it out. It's an easy read, and his main philosophy was, which really helped me, was I have a word count I have to hit every day. Some days it'll take me an hour. Some days it'll take me seven. But as long as I get to that word count, even if the words are yeah. if they're on the page, piss. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dan's book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just one word per page. <laughs> Tanker, you just gave me my book. There it is. Words by Dan O'Toole. <laughs> Dirty words by Dan O'Toole. These are the ones I learned when I was 30. <laughs> Dan O'Toole here. Uh, These kids have problems, folks. Taggart, best of luck on the radio all week yeah, and thanks. next week. And uh, I'm going to be on uh, Thursday morning. Yes, yes. Yeah. We're going to wake you out of your bed, and we're going to have a little t- 
Pops talk with, with Papa Onright. I can't wait. It's going to be a good time. And we'll probably bug Toolsy next week. Perfect. Sweat there, I love waking up early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Love the guys. Love the guys. Take See care, Tag- bud. That is Canadian rock legend Jeremy Taggart. Uh, he's got a book coming out. Uh, when it does come out, we'll talk. With you. Jonathan Torrens, yeah, it'll yeah. be a Canadianity book. By the way, speaking of my book, just another reminder to go to jandan.com and jayonright.com. Uh, book tour dates are on there. Come join me. We're going to hang out at every stop, and I'm going to sign and take pictures until every last person goes home. Then we'll all go over to someone's house and get drunk. And make sure you visit the, the store while you're there. You can get your nice Why Not A t-shirt. That's a nice baseball shirt. Two quick things. I don't know if the link off the website in America takes people to Amazon.com or to CA. It takes them to .ca. Now, here's more good news. Uh, The new book will be available on Amazon.com. Might not be today, might not be tomorrow, but very, very, very soon. But for people in America, because the first book, when I pre-ordered from CA, and it delivered no problem. So you can do it. Just make sure you go there. You can. I would suggest... Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Hold off, because right away it's going to be on .com. Then you won't pay any uh, duty or whatever the hell you have to pay. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right, Pat. You can get it on .ca. <laughs> you said duty. <laughs> and for the shirt. That's another word for Dan's book. <laughs> <laughs> Tag us on Instagram with pictures of your swag that you bought. Yeah. Because we will repost the best of the week. And not just one, just a couple. We want to see everybody wearing it. Yeah, and I take like that weird idea. pictures. Yeah, like not boring. Take a picture yourself mm. ha- taking a dump wearing a Jane Dan hoodie. <laughs> That'll get posted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it will. Uh, thanks for joining us. Make sure you uh, visit uh, everyone's Twitter handles. Chris Myers is on Twitter at the underscore Chris Myers M Y E R S. Jeremy Taggart's on Twitter at Taggart Seven. Yep. Engineer Jim's on Twitter at Engineer underscore Jim. Next week, we're getting to six degrees of Engineer Jim because we're overdue. Cool. Mike's, Mike's, oh yeah. It's been a while. We didn't get up to that today. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it next Because it wasn't on the list here. We'll, we'll yeah, do it. Is. It's up top. Ah. We'll do an extended version of six degrees next week. So send us your suggestions. Uh, Keep them coming. Mike's at Micklehouse. Pat's at Pat Muldowney. And you can follow the podcast at Jay and Dan and visit jayanddan.com. And uh, just keep the uh, emails and tweets coming. We uh, we love to hear them. Fox Sports Live is our TV show. Uh, it's on every night at 11 Eastern on Fox Sports 1. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't forget to not only subscribe, but rate the podcast on iTunes. Someone just wrote a really good article about our station, didn't they? Saying, hey, yeah, things Forbes. are coming along. On Forbes. Forbes. Uh, yeah. They said that uh, the ratings are through the roof and we're doing great and so it looks like we're going to be able to stay. Hey, looks like everything's working out for us. Looks like everything's working out okay for Dan. <laughs> is, that, uh, is that what it is, Pat? Um, it's on a different page. It's, um, yeah. Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. Oh, but they are, aren't they? Yeah, they so, are. See you next week. Thanks. Stay safe. Thanks, you bunch of <laughs> Can't wait for Dan's new book, Words. <laughs> So long, my time here is up. Elvis has just left the building. They're going home.
Everything's coming up Jay and Dan.